0: man, welcome to the Badom Chain with Carl. Howdy my ratus and welcome back to the Badom Chain with Carl. I am Carl, CR3, Carlito, all that good stuff man. Of course you probably know that by now, right? Man, how y'all doing? Hmm? Still out there? Still hanging around? How was your Thanksgiving? If you like me, man, it was pretty filling. Does that make sense? Uh, I'll tell you what, though, man. Feeling good today. Got the day off. Went to uh, get my local mocha down at the uh, Sip Cafe over on Gallatin. There's a plug for you. Now it's one of the things I like to do, treat myself on my day off, you know what I mean? Do that and then I'll come in this room and I'll chat with you guys for a while, you know. But I'll tell you what, man, going back to that Thanksgiving thing, yeah, it's coming around to bite me, man. I'll tell you why. So I put on my pants today and uh, couldn't really uh, you know button the button. So it's pretty sad when your fat pair of jeans are now just called jeans. But hey, man, tis the season, right? I ain't got no complaints, man. I really enjoyed it. I hope you did too, man. Uh, All right, man. Enough of me yapping. Let's get down to business, right? That's what you're here for. Jessica Carter. Excited to have Jessica on this episode, man. Uh, I didn't really know she had a a big theater background, but she did. And still does, I guess, right? (laughs) Now, we had a great conversation, you know. I've known Jessica around the scene. Uh, she's helped me out. She's got me on shows before. Um, she actually hosts a radio show called Friday Night Drama for Radio Free Nashville. Has been doing that for years. And I tell you what, man, she got me on that thing to promote uh, a show that me and Evan Norman did. The two chongs make a right, you know. And uh, me and Jessica had a blast, man. She she knew how to put me at ease, and man, it was a fun night. I guarantee. And this was a fun night. This was a fun conversation. You're about to have one right now, because guess what? Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Jessica Carter.
1: i got to say, uh, one of my favorite news stories from the last year was the one about kids eating Tide Pods. <laughs> do you remember that shit? <laughs> kids eating Tide Pods. It got so bad that an attorney in New York City had to send a letter to Tide that said, you know what time you're going to have to stop making tide pods look so appetizing. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you're the type of person that walks down the laundry detergent aisle at the grocery store and you're like I- All Arch- right.
0: Jessica, what's up?
1: Hey, man, what are you doing?
0: Oh, you know, just got off work, just like you did. You know, trying yeah. to unwind a little bit. You know? Oh
1: yeah, definitely, definitely uh, trying to unwind. <laughs> shoot.
0: Yeah, you said you had a, a rough couple of days, right? At work,
1: I have, man, I have, um, and just had a busy. I had a busy holiday weekend. You know, it's uh, I don't know when folks will be listening to this, but it's just a couple of days after Thanksgiving, and um, I was on Thanksgiving Day. I had to do an audition for. My agent had sent it to me the night before. And so I had, I did work on that mostly all day on Thanksgiving. And uh, I went and picked, because of COVID, I went and literally picked up my plate from my mom's house. Oh, she was wow. like, come get a plate. We'll leave it on the porch. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I <don't work."> <laughs> <laughs> so I still got my turkey and cranberry sauce and stuffing and all that. And then, um, and then this past weekend I was, um, I was at happy hour comedy club in Alabama mm-hmm. and, um, Mr. Uh, Josh Wagner, he was featuring for me. We had a good time, had good shows, good shows, yeah. it was busy. Even though I was off, I was still kind of working, you know, what do
0: you do? what do you do? What's your, what's your day gig? My know. day gig? Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's very exciting. Um, Actually, right now, my day gig, um, well, thanks to comedy, and this is one of the great things about comedy, is you meet so many different people involved in so many different businesses. But um, Thomas Prunier, I don't know if you remember him. Um, He hasn't been out in a while, but super funny guy. Super funny. Um, He contacted me a couple months ago and was like, what are you doing right now? And I was like, well, I just pulled into my driveway. I'm about to go inside. He's like, no, no, what are you doing work (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what are you doing for work and of course comedy you know wasn't happening and my other job I was working my hours had been cut <clears throat> and he said well I need help you know where I work in the mortgage industry so now I'm i am helping people like process mortgages which doesn't sound very exciting but I'm learning a lot about a business that I didn't know a lot about before and you know Hopefully, hopefully I can own multiple properties one day and enjoy that passive income, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So all that time (laughs) playing monopoly, you know, starting to pay off, I guess. Oh,
1: that's the the plan. I, I'm already, I'm already buying a monocle. I have already purchased (laughs) a monocle.
0: All I want want is that get out of jail free card, you know. Oh
1: yeah. (laughs) That one too, man. Man, if you have enough money, you will get out of jail for free, man.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Well
1: hold on, let me take that back. You're gonna pay a lot, but you'll still be able to get out. How how were
0: how were those Alabama shows this weekend? Like um, from your perspective, you know?
1: The first night was really quiet. I won't lie, I mean, we had, we did not have much of an audience. I think, uh, you know, you know it contributes to COVID and it being a holiday weekend. Sure. Um. So that was kind of quiet, but Josh and I still had a great time. You know, we rocked it and everybody that was there enjoyed it. And then the next night, Saturday, we did have a little bit more of a crowd. It wasn't much more, but people are just, I think, afraid to go out, you know, because mm-hmm. of COVID and everything. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them. I mean, I, no. we tried to be super careful while we were there, but <laughs> you know, it is, it was Alabama. They don't, they do not have a, um, a statewide mask mandate right now. So.
0: Did, did, did it show?
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> kind of bizarre, but, uh,
0: right? I don't know.
1: You know, I know I'm really conflicted about stuff because you know, you got to live your life, man. Yeah. you know just do it as safely as you can right now
0: mm-hmm. okay. yeah and and I know that we're not you know the number one priority being you know doing comedy and stuff, but like right, I applaud you for even going out there and, and doing the thing, you know what I mean like that's great,
1: well, how did you handle like i know with me like being you know a a performer, you know, and like the first few months of quarantine they were they were hard, you know they they were hard, I mean, you know, on my mental state, what about you like were you okay (laughs) i was okay like like
0: i I mean like seriously like i I treated it like a like a like summer vacation for adults if that makes sense you know i was like you know what we're never gonna have this opportunity to just chill out you know life ended yeah for sure and like and, and i had what little comedy like um you know, pitching that ball up the the hill, so to speak, or whatever, like that all went away, you know? And like, that was the saddest part about it was like starting to see a little bit of momentum and, and it just washed it. But like, other okay. than that, like financially, like our the restaurant I work at, like they secured that PPP loan. So okay. I, ended up, I ended up having like a lot of money in savings. Uh, all the regulars at, at, at the place was like taking care of us. We were getting tipped extra. So Aww. like, if anything, I was like financially good, you know, yeah. like artistically, I, I'm dead, oh, yeah. just like everybody else, but like at least I had that cushion of like, okay, financially, I'm good. And now I have the peace of mind to just be lazy for a while, you know. So, like, I, I don't know, I, I, I took it, you know, what I mean, I rolled with it, I still roll with it. Yeah,
1: now. man. I kind of wish
0: what I kind of wish was shut down again, you know what I mean? Like, not, not, I don't want anybody to get hurt or anything, but like,
1: yeah, oh yeah. It's, Here's the slack man. Hey. Geez. Slack is underrated. Slack it is, is uh, You only live once, man. Yeah. And if you want to slack, hey, no judgment here. You know,
0: <laughs> if there was a if there ever was a, you know, um a poster boy for for slack, it's this guy, right? <laughs> like I look like, yeah, he he enjoyed COVID. You know what I mean? Like I look like I enjoyed the pandemic, and I do, you know. <laughs> yeah, you do, <laughs> anyway. anyway, but yeah, you know, like I, I, I was telling a friend earlier, it's like I, I I I reached out to Lucy at, at Zanny's and and to do the um Yazoo night that they used to yeah, have, yeah. You know and, and, and she wrote back immediately. It's like I got you on April 28th. I was like, Oh shit. Oh, it's like this is my first time to to play Zany's. It was my mom's birthday, April 28th. I was like, I was gonna invite my parents. I told them, I'm very happy. And then a week later, <laughs> you know, and then two weeks later, she's like, Well you Know we can't have that show anymore, but dude,
1: I was supposed to record my album. I was supposed I know to that's my right. first comedy album on March 28th,
0: yeah, and, March 28th, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. And uh, again, Josh was going to feature for me, and I had Nick Woodruff and CJ on the show. And uh, unfortunately, you know, it, it was going to be at Third Coast, and unfortunately, it got canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, I know you had done your show with Evan Norman. Yeah. Uh, at did, you, did you actually get to do it or did it get canceled? It was right on the edge of. of we did
0: it. We did it. It did was it? February 27th. I think oh,
1: that's, right. that's right. Because and it
0: was literally like two weeks before everything shut down.
1: You know? Yes. Because you were actually the last live guest I had in my, st- in the studio of my radio show
0: on the radio free Nashville,
1: uh, on radio free Nashville. You were the last live guest I had from mm-hmm. uh, you were on the mid February I think after Valentine's Day yeah. and then until the first week of July I um so I had a huge uh, that's that's a long spread for me to go without a live guest.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize I was like your last live guest. Yeah,
1: you were the and, well I mean I have live people now and some people calling in and stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I know you had like I think you had CJ Recently yes. And, I
1: had CJ on yeah. a couple of weeks ago. I gotta, I gotta say, I'm really proud about my October shows. You know, I, re- okay. I put a lot of planning into those. I, cause I love Halloween. That's my favorite. And I had, I had a, a psychic, I had a paranormal investigator. I had, um, a local story, Jason Corson, who does yeah. uh, the ghost tours. Okay. I had him on um i had um a guy who's doing a podcast for trauma right now um gosh i'm blank i'm blanking because i will... Ugh, i should have prepared better but,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but hey everybody if you go to the friday night drama facebook page you can go look at my posts and see everybody i had on perfectly
0: yeah. and it's, it's a good time like like how do you even get involved with that radio free nashville and like
1: what, oh, when did that oh, start for you it's, it's super easy. I mean, uh, Radio Free Nashville, um, it's uh, Nashville's original community radio station and we are a nonprofit. Um, and if you go to radiofreenashville.org, there is a show proposal, uh, page there. So okay. you can submit a show proposal and if there's a time slot that's available, the board and the station director, they get a quick look at it and like, okay, you're approved. You know, you can come out and do the show, um, you know, on this day at this time. So, and we believe, you know, the, the airwaves belong low power to the people. That's our, <laughs> our motto. Hey, low power to the people. Um, so yeah, the revolution will not be televised, but it will be on the radio. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, check it out. It's, it's really cool. We, uh, we really support people learning about radio. Like it doesn't, it doesn't belong to all the big corporations. Like you may think it does, you mm-hmm. know, you're allowed to have little stations like this. The big ones don't like it, but, you know, oh, well.
0: <laughs> I, I had such a, a fun time with you that night, man. It was so, Good. so laid back. like You made me perfectly at ease by the time the show started. we were already like halfway into a conversation. You know what I mean? So it was just, and then have- the guy after us, remember that? Like he invited us onto the show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Brandon. Brandon. Yeah. Boyd. He's a yeah. good friend of mine. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. That was fun as hell. You know?
1: Yeah. And, and here's the thing about Brandon's show. See, like, okay, so my show Friday night drama uh, the history of it is I, I originally started it with my friend Demetrius um, and we would cover what was going on in the Nashville theater community and he would cover what's going on event wise um, in the LGBTQ community here in town Mm-hmm. and um it was a fun show i love demetrius he was just an awesome dude all around and then he moved to chicago and by that time i'd started getting into comedy So I was like, well, I'll still have my local theater friends on, but now I can start having comics on. And then as soon as I I said, hey, I have a radio show, comics were like, oh, can I come do your show? (laughs) They were super excited. So that made me really happy. Like, I was like, oh, that makes my life a little easier if you reach out to me.
0: (laughs) You know, you know why though? Like I I come to find out pretty fast that like comics love to talk about themselves. (laughs) And so like any opportunity they can have, you know what I mean? It's like this... I have such a backlog right now of guests because mm-hmm. everybody's jazzed about talking about themselves. I get it. You know, <laughs> I understand.
1: <laughs> well, like I was, like I was saying before we started, I, I appreciate you being the, you know, interviewing me because usually it's the other way around and just, sure,
0: how is this for you so far? You
1: know, I'm enjoying yeah. it. I'm enjoying it. This is cool, man. It's laid okay. back. I like, I like a laid back interview myself where it's like I give you a few talking points and then w- wherever the conversation goes, just go from there. You know? Yeah,
0: you're right. Well, you know, since you said that, now I'm gonna like take the reins. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, let's backtrack a little bit. He's <laughs> like, I'm in you. charge. I'm in charge, Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can we backtrack a little bit, like, like, because um, I'm curious to hear about your theater uh, experience. Like, oh yeah, so, yeah. Um, I- I'd love to hear like from theater to comedy for Jessica Carr.
1: <laughs> well, I, uh, I, gosh, I've done theater for years, years, you know, of course through high school and went through the governor's school program here in Tennessee when I was a teenager, which if you don't know what that is, that's like you, you had to audition and like little, you know, like you had to do little things to get in with other actors, like who were also teenagers all over the state. So it was kind of hard to get in. It was, it was very fun. And that was a very like life-changing experience for me. Okay. And in fact, our governor's school group from 1995, we just had a reunion. We just, we just had wow. a little reunion, and it was great. I mean, one of the guys, he's, he lives in LA, and he's on like he's a working actor. He's on all these television shows. And uh, another guy, his his wife and him, they help write and produce Hallmark Movie Channel uh, movies. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and sure. it's like it's it was just really cool to hear. And they wanted to hear about me doing stand up and. And all that good stuff and I, of course some of them were working on Broadway of course Broadway shut down now but um it sure. was a really cool experience, experience and from that i decided i wanted to learn more and i went to uh, MTSU for theater i graduated I didn't know that. Yeah i graduated from MTSU with a degree in theater um and a minor in film studies and mass communication which means that i <laughs> A worthless degree, but it, it wasn't <laughs> worthless at the same
0: time. It know? looks good in the bathroom, though, right? You yeah, know, man. Yeah, up, you know? it looks yeah.
1: it looks great above the washing machine.
0: It's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> the, uh, what were some of your favorite productions?
1: Oh, well, believe it or not, my first production that I really, really loved, and it, it's time—I guess because at the time of year it's appropriate—I did a production of A Christmas Carol. Uh-huh. And it was it was just so sweet, and it was so cool to wear. Um, the costume department went all out. I mean, we looked like we were from the eighteen thirties. Uh-huh. We looked like we stepped straight out of a Charles Dickens novel. It was it was really cool, and I loved just getting dressed up and being that character. And I played I played uh, Mrs. Cratchit. I played oh. Bob Cratchit's wife. Okay. It um, seems very definitely appropriate for me, and I was also a caroler. Um, when they did scene changes, when they changed sets, I'd come out. There was three of us, and we all sang Christmas carols in harmony together. Oh wow, um, cool! Cause so I have a little bit of a music background too, and uh, that I was,
0: that was really cool.
1: Mm-hmm. very cool. Um, we did a production of Macbeth that was really great, where it was like post-apocalyptic. It was set hundreds of years in the future. And yeah, yeah. It was set hundreds of years in the future and all these, um, you know, just, just like all these things that were happening now were happening. Like then they, they tried to work it into the future. Like if I'm trying to think what it is like diseases and things like that, they've tried to work those things into like modern day diseases into how they morphed and changed everybody in the future. And, um, I think some other things that I'd done, the Imaginary Invalid, which um, was like a French French comedy from 1700s. I'm, I'm pulling, I'm pulling my theater history from my brain, and I apologize because I've done drugs over the years and I've drank a lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I oh, you're remember. a theater person. We
1: understand. <laughs> I don't remember everything. <laughs> but, um, I just, I just remember that one. I had to wear. Uh, I had to wear a full-on like corset, like just like traditional like seventeen hundreds, eighteen hundreds corset, where I was just I was strapped into that thing for five hours oh, at a wow. time, and it may, it made me definitely made me get into character because I felt I felt the pain of those women back then, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> the, the, the pain of not being able to breathe and. Right the possibility of your boobies falling, like literally spilling out at any moment you (laughs) bent over. like, And it was a very active role. They had me moving around a lot, so I was constantly worried Mm -hmm. um, that that would happen, that I would have a wardrobe malfunction. Um, (laughs) I did a production of Androcles and the Lion, which is uh, Commedia dell'arte. What does that mean? It's it's Italian. It's Italian comedy, and it's based on – like a lot of the traditional masks that you see um, usually mm-hmm. like the half mask like this, they would, they would paint. And I know people on the podcast can't see basically from your forehead to right below your nose. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the Italian uh, traditional uh, comedies had these masks on to show how the characters um, faces. Cause I, I I don't know really the reason why, why that style happened that way, but I'm Is it assuming, like a
0: masquerade.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like, totally like a masquerade, like that scene in Labyrinth when David Bowie and the chick are dancing, like all those, ma- like, it was like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really, it was really cool. Um, that, again, that was another very active role they had me in. Um, it was a children's theater production. So we had to be there at like 6 a.m. and I was putting on this, and I played the lion. I, I was the lion. <laughs> and I had this big headdress on that's, that was so heavy. It probably weighed about 20 pounds. Mm. And then the mask on top of that. And then my costume, which was layered on top of that. And they had me running around and doing cartwheels and doing like flips. and sp- believe, believe it or not, I, I could move like this. <laughs> <laughs> at one point, at one point <laughs> in my life, I could do a shoulder roll, like get down on the floor and do a really quick, fast shoulder roll.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And um, uh, some, you know, some stage fighting, things like that. Uh, learning how to do a fake stage punch and and a little bit of a little bit of sword fighting a little bit of fencing and stuff like that. Um, Can
0: you take a fake stage punch? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll show you how to do it. So it's actually really? pretty easy. Yeah, it's okay. it's a total like the John Wayne punch. Yeah. I don't know yeah, you, yeah. You know, the the if you watch an old western, John Wayne always grabbed the shoulder of the okay. guy he was about to punch. Mm-hmm. And then he'd come up like this. And he and he'd throw the punch, and what you don't what you don't see is on the shoulder. He's opening his hand, so you can make that punch sound. So you miss, ah. you miss the face. You miss the face, but from the side, it looks like you've hit the face, and you go like that. And slap, slap. Yeah. So ah, look at yeah. that. Yeah, taught you right. some basic stage combat.
0: Learn how to fake punch somebody. <laughs> fake punch. Oh, I'm totally ready for a fight on stage, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's all the training you need. Just that yeah,
0: yeah, one yeah. of me telling you I'm, how to do it. I'm fake. good now. I'm good now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll beat your ass. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so like you got this hardcore theater background. I mean, what, what propelled you to go from that to like stand
1: up well, um stand up was something i was always I was really always drawn to, man. Um, I was really, really influenced by Robin Williams when I was younger mm-hmm. as just an all around great performer in general, you know yeah. He,
0: yeah, I love that he did, guy. He
1: did it all he mm-hmm. did everything he did comedy, he did you know drama, he did stand up he just he was one of my favorite people just to watch, really, really admired him, and um i I decided. I had actually wanted to do stand-up for about 10 years. And then um, I was going through a divorce. And I, I know I've told this story to other people before, but I was going through a divorce and I was like, I was like, well, it's time. Congratulations, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I was going through a divorce and I was like, well, I can't get any more humiliated. I might as well do stand-up. And um the other thing I really liked about stand-up uh, versus you know theater. And acting and stuff was—you um, have a little more control, believe it or not, because when you when you go when when you're just an actor, you, that's all you do. And like with me, I'm very specific. Look, I'm a character actress. Like I've—I always knew I was never Cinderella. You know, I was never the ingenue. I was always one of her stepsisters. And mm-hmm. hell, now I'm moving into like the evil stepmother. <laughs> you know, like I would <laughs> love to play the evil stepmother in Cinderella. By the
0: way, yeah, right, me too. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> yeah, you're rocking. It. <laughs> but uh, you know, that being said, when you know know your type, you know you know you know what you are. You kind of got it's kind of a waiting game. You gotta you gotta sit around and wait. And I still sit around and wait for the right part or the right mm-hmm. thing to come up. Whereas if if you're a performer, which ultimately I, I've kind of decided that's that's my jam. You know, that's my jam. Performing is my jam, and and stand up is so fun. And I'm I, I feel the I feel like it's something I'm constantly working on, and you know, constantly learning from. And as a performance, if you are a performer, performer, you can get out and do you know comedy a few nights a week. You don't have to wait on somebody to cast you in something. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Sure you have to wait for a director to pick you out and you don't have to you can just write write your 5 minutes you know and uh go out and perform you mm-hmm. know so that's 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 what i really like about stand up i like that i have a little more control even though it, it it's just as frustrating as acting sometimes because you want to you want to move up you want to do different things maybe you want to work in certain venues or certain clubs and and you're you're still fighting to get in like when you're fighting to get a part in something, you know, you want it, you want that, but at least you can still go out a couple nights a week and work on new stuff, maybe polish some old stuff, you know, some old jokes you've been working on, see your friends say, Hey, and then, you know, get it out. Just get it out of your system. Yeah. So, yeah. There you how, go.
0: How long you been doing it though? How long have you been doing comedy?
1: I, I just had my ten year anniversary this wow, year. Wow, really? Mm-hmm.
0: Ten years.
1: Ten years. Get a ring just...
0: or anything for that?
1: Oh, I, I don't know. If someone wants to give me one, they can.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? Just like I'm so sorry, you know. <laughs> give me a little tombstone, you know.
1: <laughs> uh, that's funny. But... Always
0: in Nashville, too, right?
1: Huh?
0: Always in Nashville, like ten years. Uh, Nashville yeah. County.
1: Mostly I've traveled, I've traveled around. I've done comedy like all over, like all Mm -hmm. over the United States. You know, I try to do it. um, I try to get out and do different, different places, of course. So I've been, I've been lucky enough to do it in like New York and LA, um, all, all over the Southeast, you know, different parts of like, you know, Florida and Alabama, Mississippi, you know, all over Tennessee, Kentucky, uh chicago they get to do chicago and um yeah i just i like i like doing it in different cities because you get a feel for different crowds what they like what they don't like things like that so
0: sure i know you host uh a show too like an open mic at twin cakes right
1: yeah that's uh my monthly open mic over there it's the second thursday of the month and i i started that one because um The place where I had actually started doing comedy, Spanky's closed, and I I wanted a place still that was like close to where I lived. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's
0: it's convenient. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: Exactly, (laughs) because because you're thinking, well, I'm going to go out and tell these jokes and probably have a few drinks. I need to make sure the drive is very short on the way home. Yeah, (laughs) no, no, it's it's smart. You know,
0: comic logic right there. (laughs) Exactly. One (laughs) oh one.
1: Um. So yeah, I start I started that. uh, It's been almost like five years, like five or six years. I can't remember. I was trying to remember that when I started that one, like five or six years ago. And I just, I just, you know, keep it going. And uh, I thought about retiring it. I thought about retiring it recently because I'm like, uh, I don't know if I want to keep going with with it. But like, I'll still keep going out to mics. But I don't know if I'll keep doing that one. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it takes a lot of energy too, right? To get up there and and try to keep the energy up for a room that sometimes is not having it. Right. Like, Oh yeah. Where do you find the strength to like just power through, you know, as a host?
1: Oh, you got to find the strength to power through. But where do you
0: find it though? I know you um, have to, (laughs) where do you dig to be like, you know what? I have to keep this energy up. Like regardless, the show must go on. Right.
1: I think, I think in a way when you're hosting, you have to, um, I I don't want to say you have to rely on improv skills, but you have to be in the moment and paying attention to what's happening on stage. Like what that comic's talking about, maybe something happened in the room, maybe, you know, someone dropped a plate of dishes, a server dropped a plate of dishes in the middle of someone's set or something like that. And you can, you can, literally do a callback when you get back on stage to help introduce the next comic. Like just think of something to say, like some sort of quick joke in your head mm-hmm. to follow up in between comics. And I think that's real important, especially if you have, you know, a couple comics in the row that maybe didn't do so great, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you gotta, you gotta think on your feet and think of something in the moment that that's going to bring the audience in. That's going to make them pay attention. I think that's I M H O.
0: No, that's true. You know, like, and I'm picking your brain, you know, just, just because, you know, I have to host tonight for the first time. I didn't think I was going to, but now I have to host. So like, yeah. So this is just me picking your brain. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need, need some advice.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think it's always funny to say something real quick about the comics last set, especially if they didn't do so good. <laughs> You know? Oh yeah,
0: yeah. That's always fun. I I really hope people bomb tonight. You know. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, that was fun.
1: <laughs> You're like, man. I hope people bomb tonight. So, actually, so good.
0: Actually, when I heard I was going to host tonight, I actually was relieved because now I don't have to do a set. You know, it's like, oh, cool. Because I didn't have anything to say new. <laughs> you know, it's just like, okay, now I can, you know, just not kick back, but like it's a completely different energy. You know. But, I'll just think yeah. of my feet and see what happens, you know? <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> I'm sure you'd do great. I'm sure you'll do really well, man. You hear that, well. folks?
0: You hear that, folks? We'll see. <laughs> Nobody I know. So I'll just lie and say, yeah, it was great. You know, I nailed it. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, I'm right. You my should style. make
1: fun of every. You, you should just <laughs> comment on everybody. Just see, so like, everybody's wrong. It's like, yeah. even if someone crushes tonight, yeah. like, even if someone gets up there and absolutely crushes, yep. destroys, get up there and be like, "Man, I'm so sorry that about that bomb right
0: there." <laughs> Man, the bombs keep coming. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not on this show.
1: You know? Yeah, sorry, it's comedy Hiroshima up here. There's a <laughs> mushroom clouds on the stage. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> Jessica, do you have plans to reschedule your um, comedy recording?
1: Yes. Um, well I'm I'm actually uh, fingers crossed, you know, I'm waiting to hear from Third Coast cuz cause, cause they sent out an email to everybody and you know all those all those shows that they had had to cancel at the end of their season, they sent an email out to everybody that said we have top priority when they're able to open again at full capacity, like they're going to go back and everybody that had something scheduled that got canceled, they're going to immediately book us. Love so it. So I'm waiting on that to happen because I mean, doing a comedy recording right now. I mean, you could, I could, I could pick another venue, but you know, Third Coast is, I kind of had my heart set on that one. Um, Like Wassa? I just, I really like the, it reminds me of a black box theater. I mean, it is a black box theater. It is, Yeah, yeah. It's a comedy club, but it's it's basically a black box theater and those are very intimate rooms. You know, I think they're great for comedy. Um, I just, I just like the, I like the whole setup and they already have everything set up to record. Like everything is already in place to record albums there. Cause a lot of people have done it, you know, there yes, for sure. So It's like, like technically it's, it's, you know, all the tech stuff that I need is there. I like the seating. If it gets packed out, it sounds, it sounds really good, you know, and I like the intimate setting. I like to, I like to kind of be there in in people's faces. I want to be in your face, <laughs> in your face. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, you know, I'm really happy to hear that they're they're coming back because, like, I was kind of worried about them for a while because they've. Just
1: well, like, I haven't cut heard. Doors, I you know. haven't heard. Oh, let me be clear. I haven't heard official news when they're sure, going to sure. opening back up. But they they just said, you know, when they had to cancel us, when they when, do, when they do, you know, we have priority priority for booking our dates
0: yeah i miss, I miss that place you know I, I just know it through like sean parrott's open mic you know on mondays uh, yeah but, but yeah yeah it's great and we need that place here in this town i think you know
1: oh 100 yeah 100 percent. it's I, and i really like third coast because they have um they do they do not just stand up but you know they do sketch comedy they do like Improv, long form improv. They do. They do all things comedy. So I really sure. like that.
0: Uh, well, Jessica, where can the people find you online, man?
1: Um, I'm Jessica Carter 01 across all social media because there can be only one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jessica Carter 01 on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, you find me there. Follow me on on all those platforms, and follow the Friday Night Drama Facebook page. I sure would appreciate that. And if you are a if you're listening and you're you know a Nashville comic or um, actor, and I haven't had you on my show and you want to be on my radio show, feel free to reach out to me. Um, you know, across any of those social media platforms I just mentioned, and we'll try to work it out and get you on.
0: Hell yeah! Hey, I want to yeah. come, ba- come back. I want to come back.
1: Oh yeah, (laughs) it was so
0: much fun, you know, like I don't have anything new to say, but like we can just hang out and then bombard the other people's shows like we did last time.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I love (laughs) Brandon's show is so crazy.
0: Oh, it was so fun. Yeah. Thank a lot. I'm selfish. Jessica, thanks so much. Did you have fun?
1: I had, I I had a great time. Thank you for having me. Like I said, it it was cool to be on the other side and you know,
0: yeah, man, See, I love this side because I don't want anybody to know anything about me. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) So maybe I'll see you at the open mic tonight and watch me bomb as a host, right?
1: Yeah, man. I'll be there cheering for you. If it's the worst bomb, I'll get up and scream and be like, that was awesome, man. Hell
0: yeah. (laughs) My number one fan. Jessica, we'll see you later, man. All right.
1: All right. Thank you so much. Goodbye. good Good night.
0: That's how we podcast, folks. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate you hanging out with me. Appreciate you listening to the Badum Ching with Carl, man. Uh, be sure to follow us. You know, Tell your friends. We're on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. All that good stuff, man. Appreciate Jessica for being on this thing. Appreciate my guests for the future. I ain't going to tell you who they are yet, but exciting things happening in the future of the Badum Ching My people. All right, man. Have a great weekend, and guess what? See you later.